0: Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here with a special report on The Common Sense Show. Really glad we could be with you. And you know us. We're the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And this material is so stunning. It is so exemplary of the corruption that we have in the Democratic Party, as well as the deep state behind them, that we're going to do all our commercial breaks right up front on this featured presentation so, uh, like I said, we are the show that's freeing America one enslaved minds at a time. But I'm going to make a plea to you. This information is so volatile that I'm going to ask you to share this far and wide. We got to wake up people that think that the Democratic Party still represents the party of people that are looking for an opportunity, the underprivileged. Uh, there was a time when the Democratic Party did that. They were only the, the only voice at one time for women and for Blacks, and for Latinos. And for that, the Democratic Party that day deserves high credit. But that party today doesn't exist any longer. They have abandoned their base. They're all about having a Bolshevik revolution overthrowing this country. And this report is going to reveal a lot of the moving parts and the elements involved in this. So we're going to ask you to share this far and wide. This is really important. in just a moment, we're going to be joined by Alexander Daly. Before we do, I want to let you know we got a few sponsors that make this show possible. We got here this collagen product. We call it healthwithdave.com. It speaks for itself in the documentation. It talks about collagen replacement and getting the right kind of collagen replacement. And this product is endorsed by so many different medical people. And it says it's the right kind of collagen to reverse a lot of the collagen loss you get that leads to lack of bone density joint pain, uh, premature wrinkles, hair falling out, gum problems, you name it, all the problems with aging, you want to give this a try. But I want you to read the research. Don't sit here and take a guy who's doing the ad. Take his word for it. Check it out, healthwithdave.com. Also, it was a great day in Richmond on January the 20th. A great day. It was Patriots 1,000, Antifa and the Left Wing Thugs 0. It was a complete shutout. However, when have you ever known the deep state to slink away and admit defeat? You know, they're coming back with bad stuff. And I'll tell you, at one national event, the just-in-time delivery stop, and if you don't have the food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools, you're going to be in trouble. So I'm going to take this opportunity to tell you about the food deal we have selling in two-week increments. It can be a bug-out kit, although I have a suspicion that most of you will be hunkering down. And we also have uh, water filtration with the Alexa Pure Pro Filter. So let me talk about both these real quickly. If, If the trouble hits and you don't have your food, you're too late. You're out of business. Don't come to my door. I can't help you. Don't go to your neighbor's door. They may have a shotgun behind the door. And I'm being very serious. You need to be prepped. And you can't depend on the goodwill of your neighbors in life and death situations. You need to go to... Preparewithdave.com for the restaurant quality breakfast, lunch, dinner, 25-year shelf life. And also, too, you need water filtration. You'll never have a problem finding standing water. But finding drinkable standing water, well, that's why the Naval War College says on the fourth and fifth day of a crisis, waterborne illness has become the number one cause of death. But if you have this device, and I recommend getting two of them because that's what I have, too, because sometimes they fail, sometimes you break them, sometimes you lose them, you better have a backup. Waterwithdave.com is a fantastic opportunity uh, to, to get set. This is the best device in the industry. If you go to waterwithdave.com, you'll see all the documentation is there. They got the research studies right there for you to lay out. This is why I sell this product because they prove what they do. Waterwithdave.com and preparewithdave.com for the food, both are being offered at 40% off at my request. It's a great deal, folks, and I'm telling you right now, we are in the danger zone because when Trump clears impeachment, it's a clear sale to the second term, and the deep state's not going to sit by and let that happen. That's why you better get prepped. Prepare with Dave, water with Dave. Now, you all know who Alexandra Daly is. It's been a little while since she's been on the show, probably about six, seven weeks, Um, but she's constantly sending me show ideas. Uh, She's kind of the... uh, Uh, unglorified voice behind the scenes in many cases, but sometimes she gets things so volatile, I get to urge her to come out and tell what she knows. And this is one of those times we're going to be talking about Democrats, corruption, new corruption, new reports of corruption, Ukraine, and why the deep state so desperately needs Donald Trump to be impeached and out of office, because he's going to get all of them when this impeachment trial is over, and it's all going to be over Ukraine. Alexandra, welcome to the show. And i got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this all day long.
1: Hi, Dave. It's good to talk to you again. Absolutely.
0: Uh, It's, uh, well,
1: you know, my famous uh, get your hip boots and gas mask on. This one's probably not a lot different. So I'm going to preface this with a question since we're going to talk about Kofor Black first. And that and the whole Burisma and Ukraine thing. The question is, why does someone with such a long government career involve himself with a company with a long checkered history with the corruption in Ukraine? And why does a Ukraine gas company favor bringing on board (laughs) such deep ties to the highest level of government, such as Hunter Biden, Devin Archer and Kofor Black?
0: Yeah, that does. I'm going to let you answer all those questions. I mean, I'm going to tell you, most of America right now that's listening is not going to fully understand everything you said. They know about Burisma. They know about Ukraine corruption. But these names that you just rattled off with Archer and Kofra Black, they may have minimal exposure to them, but I doubt that many understand it.
1: Well, we will happily bring them up to speed, won't we?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. well, let's kind of start at the end of this and move our way backwards into the other stuff. Okay. You mentioned Romney
1: knowing Kofor Black and who he
0: was. Well, well, let's let, – hold on. Black, before, we, before we leave that, I have covered this, but let's not take anything for granted. Talk about Romney and Kofor Black and their relationship going back to 2012.
1: Well, Kofor Black was tapped as special advisor to Romney's NSA team back in October of 2011. And interestingly enough, Romney, you know, has been very outspoken about Trump and yada yada yada. Well, he made a quote on a, one of his old tweets, September twenty second, twenty nineteen, in regards to this whole Ukraine deal. And I thought, well, but, you know, why is he so upset about all this? And then that Kofor Black was his special advisor. Well, why would Romney be freaking out about this? Well, let's see. For starters, he still wants to and has plans on running in 2024. So if Kofa Black is found dirty, first of all, he'd have to remove himself. But the, and he doesn't want that because either, A, he wants to bring him back as DNI or CIA. But the other part is, if Kofa Black was never named out on Burisma,
0: Guess who his contact over in Ukraine would be? Who? So, go for Black. Because he's on their board of directors. Yes. Uh, board of directors. For Burisma right? Of
1: Holdings, And that goes into this next little part where, back in February of 2017, Verisma announced a partnership with the Atlantic Council. Black joins the board with voting rights. Now, here's an interesting thing that I looked into that I hadn't found before, but it sure makes you go, hmm. After everything he's done, suddenly he goes over there in February of 2017, right? That's one month after Trump was inaugurated. So this guy goes over to serve on the Democratic Corporation Hub, between the Ukraine and the U.S. politics. And he served with Hunter Biden, who was there since 2014. Kofor served with him from 2017 to 2019, and Kofor is still on their board. Wow. Now, a quick glimpse at Burisma for anybody who doesn't really know exactly what they do. Um, just a couple quick facts. They were the fastest growing private gas company in Central Europe. They ramped up their investments in 2017, spending more than 100 million US dollars in local growth. They planned on drilling 20 more wells. Their production growth in 2010 to 2015 was 48% annually each year. They have 35 licenses for hydro production in main oil and gas bases in Ukraine. They own 30% of the market share in independent natural gas producing industry, and they own 91%. uh, 91% of the uh, company total production volume is natural gas. But I find it interesting that suddenly back in, they're spending more than 100 million US dollars in local growth.
0: Where'd that money come from?
1: That would be the question of the day, wouldn't it?
0: Wow. So that's still a, new, a mystery that's hanging out there that we got to find out about.
1: Well, I have a feeling, oh, and this, we will come back to this, but I have a feeling that it has a lot to do with Rosemont Capital and Rosemont Seneca Partners,
0: LLC, which is Devin Archer and Hunter Biden. Yeah, because in fact. The Chinese had opened up. Uh, different tenets within that, and I have a feeling there's more le- money laundering going on through that as well. Uh, and you said the Chinese were involved?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mean to understate it. The reason I bring it up is for a point of association, and it's this. Hunter Biden actually did work for the chai and I'm going to have to go back and look. But I bet you my bottom dollar that some of Hunter Biden's Chinese connections circle back to charisma. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that in the least. Not with
1: what I've been finding as well. Uh, dude, we probably have to <laughs> do a powwow. But the, um, do you want me to continue with that, or do, do you want me to go over to the Archer and.
0: Why? This is the thing, and I, and I don't think the audience can have a full appreciation of that, because until you've actually sat down with the data like you have and I have, realize how overwhelming this is. It's like you come to a fork in the road and you don't have two choices. you got about 20 choices. And um, I'm going to say, say, let's follow the most volatile information tonight, because I want this to have maximum impact on the fear of the Democrats the of the impeachment trial. Well, let's start. Let's continue with Kofor Black for
1: a bit, um, being that his beginnings go back to being a CIA station chief in Sudan when Osama bin Laden was protected by that African nation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there to collect intel on Al-Qaeda. He left in 95. Then he was stationed in Asia and then later in Latin America. After this little stint, he's promoted in 99 to CIA director of CTC, the Counterterrorist Center. He goes through a chart of tracking and strategizing to give you an idea of kind of what he does. And um, he was under CIA cha- uh, chief George Tenet. Holy well, boy. now we're getting into George and Tenet did a covert op in 2001, so now we're moving towards 9-11 stuff. They were running a a, a covert op called Blue Sky Paper, which was the use of intel and military assets. They both stated that they warned everybody about 9-11, but Black was the head of counterintelligence during 9-11, and The Economist came out on an article after the fact stating that all these leaders and heads of intelligence had warned Black about
0: 9-11 and when, not that it was going to happen, but when. Keep fact. Holy crap. It was a- Hold, just, just a you know, minute. You're knocking me over here. You're going to give me a heart attack with it. You're I, I, I didn't know this. You're saying Kofra Black is complicit in nine eleven cover-up of pre-warning uh, Intel? Oh,
1: Absolutely wait till you hear his cohort. There was a CI whistleblower that came out who was stationed at Jeddah, and I'm not sure of the pronunciation, so forgive me, J-E-D-D-A-H, in South Arabia. And it was during a CIA staff hearing, and according to the Freedom Post, John Brennan was the CIA station chief in Jeddah, South Arabia, when the 9-11 hijackers were given the visas to travel to the U.S.
0: Okay, here's the deal, my dear. We're going to do a little planning right here on air. Not only do we need to have this out tomorrow morning, actually tonight, late, we need to have this out in writing I want you to write up a summary because it parallels what I'm finding with regard to Ukrainian illegal arms shipments to the Sudan where Saudi Arabia was trying to uh, win a civil war by backing one side. Um, We need to combine our intel. So I'd like you to write this up if you could. Get it to me sometime Uh tomorrow. We'll publish this in two days as a joint article. Folks, I'm sorry for taking a sidestep, but I need to tell you this. I'm on top of Burisma. I know what I'm talking about, and I'm ahead of the curve on almost everybody except the person you're listening to right here. She just stated three facts here I did not know, but it parallels other stuff I do know that's related. You're listening to breaking news right here on the Common Sense Show. This is unbelievable. So give me Brennan's position again at that time in in uh, South Saudi. He was the CIA. Uh, let's see. We're...
1: He was the CIA station chief in Jeddah, South Arabia.
0: And there's more to it. Jeez. There, there was a guy named Greg Ford
1: who, in September of 2014, he was a former military intel officer. He was with the 220, and he went on a program called Ground Zero Radio's Clyde Lewis. And he informed him that Brennan actually overrode the CIA objections to the approval of those visas. There was a second guy there who echoed that statement by saying that um, the CIA station was directly quoted by the whistleblower saying, no way, absolutely not, we're not gonna stamp those visas. But the CIA Saudi station chief, John Brennan,
0: overrode the officer in charge and ordered the visas stamped and issued. That's Greg Ford. And those those Saudi visas would be for the 19 Saudis that were complicit in the 9-11 hijackings.
1: Exactly, and more. And the, the bottom part is, the, um, you know, and of course we know they came to learn the planes to take off, not to land, and that was in Florida, and that's like a whole other story. Kofor Black ignored the reports of this strange behavior Gee, who would his cohort be over in Saudi? I, I, I just <laughs> and the, Michael Springman um, came forward. He had done an interview. He was the head of the whole visa bureau in Saudi Arabia at the time of the visas. And I heard the interview and I saw the documents. And there were numerous questionable ones that were stamped. And yes, it was all the 19, they were incomplete, the data fields were blank, questions not fully answered. They all should have been round filed. Yet the US officials approved 22 out of 23. Of the 15 Saudis, four got visas after the creation of the Visa Express program in 2001 of June. And then eight others tried during the course of the
0: plot Three got them, including Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, this is, it's like, are you going to stop shooting off these smoking guns or what?
1: Oh no, I've only started. (laughs) I've only started. To continue down this little picture, you know, when you think about Kofr Black, then realize his tie in to 9 11. um, he did continue his role in the CIA after 9-11 and helped set the stage for the Afghanistan invasion.
0: Now, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You're going down a different avenue now. You just threw me a big curveball, and I swung, and I missed. Let's try that again.
1: After 9-11, Kofor was still there, and he continued in his role... And helped set the stage for the Afghanistan invasion. He was the one who famously briefed the Russians about the invasion plans and led the CIA efforts into Afghanistan. While he was there, he added a new branch of the CTC called the CTC Special Operations. And he installed Hank Crumpton, the former head of the CTC, as agent in charge.
0: Okay. After all that, in
1: 2002, he leaves the CIA, and who enters? John Brennan. John
0: Brennan. Yes, I did know that. I know Brennan seceded him. And is, isn't that about the time that um, uh, Kofer Black went to work in Ukraine? Not
1: in 2002. In
0: when did he show up there? 2002, 2002, he was appointed by... G.W.
1: Bush as the U.S. State Department Ambassador at Large for counterterrorism until 2004. He left that job in 2005 to go work for Blackwater, which became Academy. While he was there doing that, in 2007, if you remember, he was still vice chair of Blackwater when four employees were convicted of murdering the 14 Iraqi citizens and injuring 20 in Baghdad.
0: Okay, I remember that.
1: He leaves and go in 2008 and he attempted to create his own Intel firm called total intelligence solutions, which was an Intel and analytics solution for fortune 500. Now he, Co-founded this with a guy named Robert Richter. Well, Richard was the associate deputy director of operations of the U.S. Central uh, from CIA, the number two in clandestine service, responsible for human intelligence operations overseas. He took an early retirement in 2000, September 2005 after only ten months on the job. With reports he lacked confidence in the agency's leadership and had operational. Issues, and he was a former enlisted Marine and officer from 1972 to
0: 1983 TIS
1: is now something called OODA And black remains an advisor on this now after looking into this company That is definitely a whole different day of discussion because I could not believe the rabbit hole I fell into with that. Well, just
0: give us a basic idea. What is ODA? Short version.
1: ODA helps clients ID manage and respond to global risks and uncertainties. They're comprised of a very unique team of international experts led by co-founders Matt DeVos and Bob Gourley. They've been collaborating for two decades on advanced technology, intelligence and security issues they're capable of providing advanced intelligence and analysis strategy and planning support investment due diligence risk and threat management training decision support uh, decision support crisis response and security services to global corporations and governments
0: okay and so what does that mean in layman's terms what kind of corruption was he into because of this?
1: Well, when you look at, the, when you get a chance to look at the people that are in, behind this into counterterrorism, protection, intelligence, risk management, cybersecurity, crisis response, um, you know, there's one one small synopsis that comes into my mind, and it screams in its four letters. GRID. EMP cybersecurity, any, anything that is going along the technology and cybersecurity. Um, one of the owners was a former CTO for defense intelligence agencies and a, currently the founder of a Crucial Point LLC. He received an award for being named one of the top tech titans in D.C. Okay. The other one... What, uh, was the co-founder of a cybersecurity uh, thing called Fusion X from 2007 to 2010. He was the president of CEO Terrorism Research Center and Total Intel from 1996 to 2009. These are the two guys that head up this company. And Black remains an advisor.
0: What was their overall objective, legal and illegal? How, how would you uh, summarize it?
1: O O D A. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to dig into some more of it. Like I said, I wasn't even looking for that when I came I across
0: it. I was going to get into it, but I was I, I was still taking notes on what I was going to talk to you about. I got it. See, I that's like, oh, it's one of God. those forks in the road, Alexander. It says it's one of those turns you can take, but you're saying you're suspicious because of who the players are.
1: Um, th- who the players are, but what the players
0: do. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's what I meant to say. Uh, thank you for saying it better than me. But um, I think, I think at the end of the day, we got to come back to the ODA because I, I, I have my suspicions here that they were helping to funnel arms eventually to the Sudan in violation of UN law out of Ukraine, and um, I need to verify this with a, a check. But I think I'm right. And this is why you got okay. my attention. But let's go back to the main thing. Let's leave ODA out. Let's go back to yeah. the main story here with Kofer Black, his long trail of corruption, and where it leads. Well, and then, of course, you've got him in 2009 at VP Global Operations of Raytheon Blackbird. Oh, he's a player in the defense industry.
1: He was engaging in electronic warfare tech, U.S. missile defense radar tech, and aerospace industry. He was responsible for advising the U.S. government on security and equipment for the company.
0: I want to just share this with you. Listen, this is probably going to be a three-part interview when we're all said and done with this. (laughs) Uh, Just because. But let let me tell you the intel I came up with. And my intel is solid. It's ONI, guys. And one of them I've known forever and a day, just as, about as long as I could walk. Our dad served together, we're best friends in ONI. And uh, he and I have been talking about the Space Command a lot. And he walks a fine line because he can't give me classified, but he can tell me where to look for open source. I tell you what, I do know that President Trump does not control Project HARP at all. And Project HARP, and if people know anything about mind control and electronic frequencies, the technology has been here for 60 years. I've written numerous articles on it on the Common Sense Show. The science is solid. Some people still look at it as voodoo, witchcraft, astrology nonsense. It's not. If you change the frequency that you beam at somebody, you can incite anger. You can incite passivity. And this started in the 1960s, early 60s, with Jose Delgado, who ended up eventually going to work for the CIA after being a professor at Yale. So long story short here, the intel I received said that Harp was going to beam laser beams up to the ionosphere. This is how they move weather, move the jet stream. But they can also modulate mood, and they did it in the Jefferson riots, and they they were going to bring it back to Earth in the Richmond area. Well, what did President Trump do? He had the Carrier Task Force 4 off the coast basically take out GPS, and there were two purposes for that. One purpose was to stop the governor from bringing up troops like UN peacekeepers like he'd already threatened to do, or any members of the National Guard that might support his gun confiscation policies. They would need GPS. I printed that. My source came back and says, Dave, it's more than that. GPS plus the Space Command were going to beam intercepting signals to block HARP because what they wanted to do is agitate people ground zero, start riots, because gun confiscation is not the goal. It's gun confiscation leading to civil war from violence is the goal. And so when you look at, let me tie this back into what you said. You said that Kofor Black was tied into Raytheon, with electronic, basically we could say weaponry, surveillance, he's in this business. I guarantee you this. Raytheon is a player in HARP. Yep. They, they hold some of the patents in HARP. Kofor Black, yes, Black, I can guarantee you, was a player in this plot to try to agitate emotions at Ground Zero in Richmond, and it failed because Trump was two steps ahead of him. And not only do I have that information but there was another website out there that you're not permitted to mention on YouTube, but they published some of the same stuff I'm saying now two days after I published it. So this isn't proprietary information that I'm getting. This is out there. And I just want people to realize, do you see how extensive these plots are and how they're working against the American people? See, Alexander, no, absolutely. do you, their, go ahead. Their whole
1: plot with this is to change the frequency of a
0: human being in their DNA. Uh, that's more of an advance. You're absolutely right. But what they started, what Jose Delgado did, I'll go back to 1961, he implanted uh, an electrode in the hypothalamus of a bull, which affected its emotional centers, the limbic center. And he did a bullfight, but he only had the remote control. And the YouTube, there's a YouTube video on it. I published it recently on my website, thecommonsenshow.com. Now, later he. Uh, developed it to where it was wireless. And he was actually stopping seizures, epileptic seizures. He could turn a cat into a ball of fury or completely calm. And he was doing it wirelessly. And when I was a young psychology teacher, I used to show these videos. Some of them were in 16 millimeters, show you how long ago it was. Uh, today, a lot of them are on YouTube, thanks to YouTube for proving them. But what we have now is the fact that this is called psychotronic warfare. Do you remember when they had AWACS fly over the Iraqis and beam them yeah. with these signals and 100,000 of them came out and surrendered and they were totally disoriented?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, that's that's the I technology remember. I'm talking about. So Kofor Black is part of this. He's a player's player. He's got his finger in everything. Oh, he's
1: got his finger in one more thing that I forgot to mention to you. He was... Joined up with Northwest Biotherapies, NWBIO. Was, uh, he was uh, responsible for protecting the company's tech operations. NWBIO, Dave, developed something called DC VAX. This was in 2016. It is the personalized immune therapies for cancer patients.
0: So you're saying if you're one of the privileged few, this is your get out of death card. It's
1: either that or it's the uh, it's the other way around. I mean, it's you know when they oh. go to give you the vaccines, there's those who get the ones that work and those that
0: don't. Oh my, yes, yes. These are the rumors coming out of the CIA that um, they can enact or cause someone to have quick acting cancer, and that, that's is the
1: Personalized theory. Personalized therapy.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is what took down the Venezuelan leader, the one who called Bush El Diablo, mm-hmm. Maduro. Remember, not Maduro, remember. Uh, not Maduro. Gus, the names jumped out of my head here. Um, that's why I'm much more sharp at six a.m. than I am this time of night. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I do I do recall that. Yes, and he accused the CIA of giving him cancer. Wow.
1: have one more little piece of tidbit information before we move on to the thing. Remember when I was telling you about Brennan and,
0: you know, being in South Arabia and the whole 9-11 thing? Yes. Well, so you got Brennan, you got Kofor
1: dealing with all this. Lo and behold, conveniently, guess who was tapped to to head the FBI one week before 9-11? Robert Mueller.
0: Yes. Yes, you know that.
1: So now we have, we can start to see why these people are sitting here scrambling all over the place. Because they're all involved. It's like this big incestual cesspool.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm breathing deeply here. I'm about ready to pass out. Um, th- this is, uh, I mean, I know Mueller's history well. I know Comey's history well. But you just connected him to Ukraine uh, indirectly in a way that I, I didn't know about. Wow. Well, I got a little more for you, because this is,
1: you know, we'll probably have to come back to this, but I definitely okay. want to get you and your listeners this one. And that had to do with my question that I asked you at the very beginning about Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, and Kofor Black. Um. Devin Archer is not a name that I was ever familiar with. Obviously, Hunter Biden was. It turns out that Devin Archer, it goes way back with the Bidens and the Carries. Hunter Biden um, and
0: Hines started something called Rosemont Capital. Yes, I know about that. And um, they were. It was a private equity
1: firm, and. Uh, then Devin Archer got involved because uh, uh, Joe Biden asked him to. And it turns out that
0: Devin Archer was roommates with Christopher Hines. Yes. John Kerry's stepson.
1: And Devin Archer was the senior advisor to Kerry in his 2004 presidential bid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Now Rosemont Capital was founded in 2009, and then Rosemont expanded into two branches, uh, two more branches of Rosemont Realty and Rosemont Seneca Partners. So, if you take a peek of Archer's fine character, who was also on the board of Rosemont, and but Archer in 2018 was implicated in defrauding Native American tribes. And multiple pension funds
0: here in the United States
1: yeah um, I had the FBI page up earlier I'll send you that too it was later overturned by I'm sure some nice corrupt judge but uh, in what was it so here's part of the timeline to what goes on with Rosemont Capital in 2013 You'll notice that this is the beginning of the timeline and just a snippet of it. Biden and Kerry, we know, back down to the South China Sea dispute. China immediately ramps up its activity on disputed territories. Twelve days later, the Bank of China creates an investment fund with Rosemont Seneca. The fund name was BHR. Yes. Bohai Harvest Rosemont.
0: I'm familiar. And remember i said to you about 15 minutes ago that i bet the uh, communist chinese tied into ukraine you just uh, you just unveiled it
1: china also allows rose and this is still in 2013. these facts are 2013 and when i change the year i'll let you know china also allows rosemont to set up shop in shanghai well, what does this mean it means rosemont is allowed to take chinese government money and invest outside of china even in the u.s which means Rosemont is the only Western country in the
0: world with that power. Well, there's another fact, too, about being in Shanghai. HSBC Bank. Uh (laughs) I don't know if you've come up with that, but let me tell you. Then you wonder about Robert Mueller and Comey coming into the FBI. Both men, particularly Comey. uh, Comey sat on the board of directors of HSBC when Clinton got busted by one of my sources who was a senior VP at HSBC bank. um, And um, Comey was on the board of directors for HSBC out of London. And before him, it was Mueller. And, Oh my God, this is just, I'm yeah. Okay. These guys aren't very good at covering their tracks. Hey, God said it'll all be revealed. That's true.
1: So after the Shanghai thing, Within two weeks of that, amazingly, the BHR fund secured one point five billion dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's
1: move a little into two fourteen.
0: Yeah, before before you leave on there, on before you leave there, let me give you a twenty thirteen tidbit. I had mentioned that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, uh, Adam Schiff got money from Ukrainian arms dealers in the guise. Of uh, political fundraising, uh, twenty five hundred dollars per plate, and I published yeah. the ad for that with uh, Adam. The year was twenty thirteen. <laughs> so, hey, I could, I, uh-huh. I could not, I could not write a fiction story and come up with as many coincidences. Uh, who needs to
1: live in fantasy land? I mean, you look at everyday life; we live in a.
0: You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. Absolutely not. Every day is a new revelation. I mean, you know, here's the disturbing thing, and then I'm going to turn it back to you. But this kind of reminds me of the fat person stuck on the couch for 20 years, and they discover them and come to get them off the couch. They realize the couch has grown into their skin and they got to surgically remove it. That's the analogy I make right now to the deep state in our government. It, it, our, our criminality is so embedded into our justice system in our politics. I, I don't know how we get rid of it.
1: Surgery, spiritual and physical surgery. They need to be
0: out. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm sorry. Let me that's really let me the turn. Way to go with it. I'll stop with the stupid analogies. Let me turn it back to you, and let's let's get some more dirt on these guys.
1: So. Into 2014. This is the timeline when Hunter Biden ends up over at Burisma over in the Ukraine. So in 2014, and I do have the links and the the sources and the further dates on this, but these are just, this is as far as I got so far. Okay. So in uh, 2014, the state, Chinese company Gemini purchased 75 percent of Rosemont Realty for 75 million shortly after which Gemini invests 34 million in a Rosemont fund now keep in mind they're in Shanghai so that means that they can invest outside of China even in the uh, in the. US
0: There's in the Cali- well, HSBC Bank is huge in California so, yes, you're absolutely right. And HSBC is behind, and so is the Bank of China, the Cal movement run by the radical Democrats that want the state of California out of the Union and existing as a protectorate under the United Nations. What you're saying here makes so much sense to me. That reminds me. I don't want to get sidetracked again, because you know my mind Pachenko. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If I get- If I I start going down a different road, I do have something on Blackwater
1: about that, but we'll leave that alone, too, for now. Right under that, the White House, um, so right after Gemini does this, the White House show um, Joe Biden had a meeting with Devin Archer shortly after Hunter was discharged for the Navy for cocaine. Right after that, Archer opens up a foreign limited liability company under Rosemont, Seneca, Bohai, LLC, in a Fort Lauderdale address. Five days later, Biden travels to Ukraine officials in Kiev and offers Ukraine $1 billion to help uh, their aid and Ukraine's natural gas industry and economy. Less than, and now mind you. Joe went to Ukraine
0: three times in 2014. Okay, stop, 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 stop. You just you just acquitted Donald Trump of these bogus allegations against him because the Foreign Securities Act of 1961 says that before you could dispense foreign aid, you must rule out criminal influence. There's your criminal influence. He was right to investigate Biden. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that is such a key oh. point. And I'm going to tell you what I'm doing at the end of the show. I'm calling a good friend of mine. I cannot mention his name, but he has ties right into the inner circle of Trump. Trump will have this recording within two days. I guarantee you. He's, he's, he's already seen two of my articles on this topic from what I'm told, and he's going to have this, too, because this right here is the sine qua non between Trump and acquittal. This is absolutely it. I'm sorry. You just I can't tell you what you just did. You just detonated a nuclear detonation of the Democratic case against Trump.
1: Like you asked me to do, I'm going to type all this up or finish typing it up and I'll send it to you and you can forward it to them on that too and they can check the sources on their own, but it's it's all there. Oh, Joe yeah. visited the Ukraine three times in 2014, April 21st and 22nd. Now keep in mind, when did Hunter Biden go to Burisma? Oh, 2014, April. Yeah. Um, Joe went Joe six, uh, June 6th and November 20th and 21st. Less than a week later, Devin Archer joins Burisma Board. Two weeks later, here comes Hunter Biden. Neither have any experience in the energy sector, and the records obtained show that Hunter Biden was making $50,000 a month, up to $85,000 a month. Archer left the um, Burisma Board in 2018. Right after that, you get China. We're still in 2014. China has a company, you'll like this one, AVIC, the Aviation Industry Corporation of China. The, that's when they were secret, um, secretly stealing U.S. technology related to an F-35 stealth fighter. And AVIC teamed up with BHR, um, the Biden and Kerry kids. And right after that, Burisma makes a $3.4 million payment to Rosemont Seneca, Bihai, Bohai,
0: now, my understanding is that Rosemont Seneca was created as a legal shield and an obfuscation of the truth shield that would protect Burisma dealings and shield it from uh, prominent family members of American politicians. Is that your understanding, too? For the most part, yeah. It's
1: um, okay. You know, they like to cover it up. But,
0: yeah, that is definitely. You know, we got four minutes left. This is definitely going to be part two tomorrow uh, night if you're up to it.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, I I got to the end. I didn't even get to the end of 2014,
0: but I was. I I know. I I, have
1: to. It never ends.
0: Uh, This is a five-star report. Listen, I've broken big stories before. Benghazi was probably my biggest with the attempted coup being perpetrated by the military that fell apart for various reasons. Uh, That was probably my biggest one to date. Uh, I think certainly uh, my work on the Gulf oil spill, but this could be the biggest of them all. This is huge. Uh, We are going to turn this into some kind of publication uh, because I'm going to guess, given the year we're at and the volume of the data, we're probably about a fourth of the way, a fifth of the way through this. Is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. It, you know, it's. Remember when it, we did the Kamala Harris thing?
0: Yes, absolutely. Good okay. stuff.
1: That made, the the amount of information that I sent you. This makes it look like child's play.
0: Yeah, I've got I got that, I got that. Yeah, and I think this is a good holding point here uh, with Rosemont Seneca in twenty fourteen because what we've done is we have effectively established the links of the Biden, the Kerry, the Heinz family, because Heinz is Kerry's stepson. Uh, right. And, and uh, Kofor Black, Brennan, uh, you've got uh, Mueller, Mueller uh, Comey's involved too. I mean, listen, we haven't gotten to the Comey thing, but I know parallel tracks here that brings Comey into this. And then you've got Raytheon involved with Kofor Black, illegal shipment of arms to the Sudan. We got uh, links into 9-11 now with Kofor Black um, and with pre-knowledge and block the pre-knowledge and let the attack happen. Um, I find that completely believable. And the reason I do is because the Israelis told their people not to go to work that day. I mean, the only people that didn't know what was going to happen were the people that went to work that day. and And that just so angers me. But we have nailed these people to the proverbial cross. Give me a one-minute preview of what's coming tomorrow night. Oh, um, well, it's def- there was so much information. I can I'll cover a little bit more about the OODA, um, but I will send that Good. part to you. There is
1: so much more on the timeline alone of this Rosemont Seneca and the Chinese. Um, what was the article that I just looked at? And this I didn't even get a chance to get into it, but I'll give you, like, the the soundbite version. Romney, Kerry, Biden, McCain, Pelosi, Schiff, Mueller, and Clinton are tied to sketchy Ukraine deals. And I highlighted one tiny thing, which you can tell which road I'm going to go down. And, actually, two. Communist China ran $1.5 billion through the biden Heinz private equity firm to purchase to U.S. companies with military ties. John Kerry, a secretary of state, approved questionable acquisitions that threatened the national security, but enriched his family and friends. Point two, most concerning of all, and I had to scroll down through the rest of this, the former CEO of Dansk, D-A-N-S-K-E Bank in Estonia, I've I don't know how to pronounce this, A-I-V-A-R, last name Rehe, R-E-H-E. A bank best known for money laundering during the years of Obama, Obama and Biden in office was found dead in his yard. He was a witness for the prosecution in a $200 billion money laundering scandal involving transfers to Latvia.
0: Oh, my gosh. I got stuff on Latvia. Latvia is where arms went out of Ukraine. And was shipped under an assumed name that I'm still trying to get confirmation on to Iran. And they may include up to tactical nuclear weapons. And I don't know that for a fact, but I've been told that's probably the case. Oh, okay. We are out of time. Uh, We are right up against the end here. But uh, uh, you get five stars. High five here on the screen to you. This is terrific stuff. But we need to communicate tomorrow. And it really has to be a tomorrow thing because I'm interviewed tied down on Wednesday, but let's communicate early. Call me at your convenience because we need to get this to print. We need to do a part two and subsequent parts as needed. I'm telling you, there are bits and pieces of this everywhere, but you've tied it together in a way that I haven't seen. And Alexandra, on that note, we got a bit to do because we're right up against the end of this show. I want to thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations for this stellar work. Well, thank you, Dave, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Good night. Good night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you've been treated to some of the best investigative journalism that's out there today. I knew she was bringing me good stuff, and she gave me a little bit of a preview. I, You could tell I was blown away at about three or four different points here. And I will tell you this. The people who I'm going to make sure get this and give President Trump a chance to look at this are going to be blown, as well, blown away as well. Hey, look, we'll see you back here next time. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless all of you. Have a great night. We'll see you later.